0: Hi there, Filled With Messages friends. Thanks for joining me today. My name is Ruth Farrell. I'm the lead pastor at St. Peter United Church of Christ in Lake Zurich, Illinois. The church in which I grew up had a sister church in Germany. Every few years, a group from our church would visit them or vice versa. My parents went on one of the trips without me as it happened during the school year, but they brought back presents, toys we had never heard of before called Playmobil. They're pretty widely available in the U.S. now, but in the 80s, you couldn't get them outside of Europe. Our first Playmobil set was an operating theater, and I loved it. Slowly over the years, my siblings and I received a few more sets and eventually the much-coveted pirate ship. There's even a Martin Luther Playmobil who lives in my office at church. I mention Playmobil because one of my favorite accounts on social media is the Wandering Wiseman. Every day through Advent, Christmas, and up to Epiphany, an unidentified human, lovingly, quirkily, and oftentimes funnily, moves their Playmobil wise men and camel throughout their home, journeying over furniture and fountain pens, muffins and mustard greens, following yonder star. Okay, I'll stop there. No one needs more of that. Since what the wise men are doing in the picture isn't always obvious, there's always a little commentary describing their daily tableau. This year, the Wandering Wise Men did things like yoga, read each other Christmas stories, played the ukulele, and much more. It's good, sweet fun. For me, the simplicity and often silliness of the Wandering Wise Men has become a daily moment of comfort and joy throughout Advent and Christmastide. This little light has illuminated the darkness for a few moments each day. Even though they're about to come to the end of their 2021 journey, I highly encourage you to follow the Wandering Wise Men so you'll get to see their travels next year. Today's scripture passage encourages those who have ears to hear to rise and shine. When the world around us is so dark, it's hard enough to get out of bed in the morning, let alone rise and shine. But the encouragement of scripture is that we can do both because God's light has come, giving us hope for a brighter future. Hear these words from Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 through 6. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look about you. All assemble and come to you. Your sons come from afar, and your daughters are carried on the hip. Then you will look and be radiant. Your heart will throb and swell with joy. The wealth on the seas will be brought to you. To you the riches of the nations will come. Herds of camels will cover your land. Young camels of Midian and Ephah, and all from Sheba will come, bearing gold and incense and proclaiming the praise of the Lord. Will you pray with me? God of stars of wonder, open our hearts and minds and bodies to see you shining brightly through the darkness, guiding us through the night of our lives. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts, may they be acceptable in your eyes, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Darkness covers the earth. Deep darkness is over the people's. Feels like Isaiah could be writing about our world today, doesn't it? There is so much deep darkness all around us, not just the darkness of COVID, but the darkness of racism, sexism, ableism, the darkness of a lack of empathy, understanding, patience, listening, the darkness which is causing a mental health epidemic amongst particularly our young women, but honestly across all ages in this country. The lives of the people with whom Isaiah originally shared these words were filled with similar deep darkness. They could have easily empathized with the current state of things in our world. They too had seen so much destruction, experienced so much heartbreak, all but given up hope. Perhaps when you hear Isaiah's call to rise and shine in the presence of deep darkness, your inner critic scoffs. Only a Pollyanna could be hopeful about the state of the world right now. Or maybe when you hear Isaiah, you wince at what sounds a little bit like toxic positivity. If Isaiah were speaking today, perhaps it would have sounded like just put on a happy face, write for five minutes a day in your gratitude journal, meditate for 15 minutes and eat only apples and you'll wake up shiny and bright every day. Or maybe when you hear Isaiah calling people to rise and shine, you think you'd like to, but you're facing personal battles that are so overwhelming that you could not possibly imagine being able to do so i suspect the people who originally heard isaiah share this message had similar thoughts i suspect they too were suspect of this message isaiah's rise to call to rise and shine comes with an explanation reasoning logic behind it isaiah doesn't encourage his audience to rise and shine for no good reason He invites us to do so because our light has come and God's glory is appearing over us. But what is God's light and glory? Of course, especially in the context of Christmas, Christians think of Jesus. Jesus is, as John poetically wrote at the beginning of his gospel, the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. I suspect that one of the reasons we're gathered here today is because At one point or another, we have experienced the glory of Jesus' light breaking through the darkness of our lives with hope, peace, joy, and love. Or perhaps we are desperate for Jesus' light to break through in our lives anew. We have seen him work in the lives of others, so we trust he will illuminate our darkness too. But God's light and glory can come in other ways as well. God's light and glory can shine in a cardinal's bright red hues standing out against the neutral palette of winter. God's light and glory can stream through your breath as it fogs up the cold morning air. God's light and glory can break the darkest corners of the universe through the lens of a new telescope deployed to space. But perhaps most often of all, God's light and glory break through humans, We who are, more than anything else in all of creation, like God. God's light and glory break through the smile and wave of a neighbor, through a word spoken in kindness instead of anger, through the incredible scientific minds who thought to fold a massive telescope like origami to fit onto a rocket, through a mom posting pictures of her Playmobil Wiseman for strangers to see, To rise and shine with God's glory doesn't require a Herculean effort. Scripture is very explicit in noting that God's strength, his glory, his bright and shining light is made perfect in our weakness. After Isaiah invited the Israelites to rise and shine, he painted a picture of amazing things that were going to happen now that God's light was breaking through the darkness. Their sons and daughters would return home after being forcibly taken from them. Their hearts would throb with joy. Great wealth and gifts of camels, incense, and gold would be given to them. The problem is, it didn't happen, at least not during the lives of Isaiah's original audience. While their lives did improve in the years following Isaiah's prophecy, they weren't perfect. Not everything was rainbows and ponies. Isaiah speaks with a lot of metaphors and similes, You could say he's a poet, but he don't know it. It's possible to understand Isaiah's prophecy of all these good things that the Israelites will receive now that God's light has crossed the horizon as poetic license. In other words, you could say that Isaiah didn't mean the Israelites would literally get gold, frankincense, and myrrh carried to them by a camel. He means they would receive these things figuratively. But perhaps more helpfully, We can also understand Isaiah's unfulfilled prophecy as already having happened, but not yet coming to its conclusion. Already God's light and glory have dawned on all who sit in deep darkness so we can rise and shine and reflect God's amazingness. But not yet has the full picture, the completeness of God's glory and light come into the world. Jesus came into this world several thousand years ago, bringing light and life to all, but his story hasn't yet come to the end. We're in the chapter in which Jesus invites us to bring his glory and light into the world. It's our job right now to rise and shine Christ's light into the deepest darkness. Perhaps it's dizzying to think of rising and shining Jesus's glory and light into the darkness of this world. If the sky's the limit, or in the case of the James Webb Telescope, the Lagrange point's the limit, How do we figure out where to start? Perhaps with a star word. Sorry to anyone who just got excited. This has nothing to do with droids or woogies. A star word is a gift from the Holy Spirit we can choose to receive on this Epiphany Sunday and allow to guide us throughout the year. Star words have been a practice in many churches through many denominations over the last 20 years or so. Some of you may be familiar with this practice, as many of us chose to receive a star word last year. If you receive a star word, look the definition up in the dictionary, or the Google for those of you unfamiliar with the dictionary. Search for your word through the Bible. Again, the Google might be helpful. Be on the lookout for the word in your everyday life. Ask God to use this word to inspire you with ideas about how you might rise and shine with Jesus' light and glory. Remember, you don't have to do something big and flashy. Telescopes are incredible, but Playmobil social media accounts and smiling at the neighbor who bugs you are just as miraculous. If you'd like a star word, send me an email, Pastor Ruth at stpeterlz.org or if you clicked on this link from the from our Facebook page our church's Facebook page you can put a star in the comments as well and I will randomly select a word for you from the list we have and snail mail it your way so if I don't have your address you're going to need to make sure I get that as well. This year two of our teams at church elected for star words to be accompanied by a small gift so there's some more incentive to ask for one. In 2022, may you look for God's light and glory rising upon you, and may it inspire you to shine your light into the deep darkness of this world. Amen. Thanks for joining me today, my friends. God's grace and peace and light and glory surround you as you shine and reflect God's goodness to this world. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.